Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time Tonight on the Beatles' multi-track meltdown, part two of the BBC sessions. Last week we closed the show with two songs, Love Me Doin' Boys, recorded on April 4th, 1963, for the side-by-side program that aired on June 24th. Tonight, we'll hear the other songs from that show that haven't seen official release, as well as one that has. We'll start with the side-by-side theme song performed by the Carl Denver Trio, with some help from John and Paul. We'll follow with another version of Chuck Berry's Too Much Monkey Business, before playing a song that was officially released by Apple, the Lennon-McCartney original, I'll Be On My Way. We'll then hear From Me To You, the song that closed the show, followed by the side-by-side closing theme. Next up, songs from a Saturday Club show, recorded after the side-by-side show, but broadcast before, on May 25, 1963. It was truly a rocking show, with the group performing I Saw Her Standing There, Boys, Long Tall Sally, and Money. They also played Do You Want to Know a Secret and From Me to You, but since both were released on the iTunes bootleg recordings 1963 to extend their copyright, we won't be hearing them tonight. Two shows from Spring 63. Well, knee-high to a grasshopper is the old phrase. We're knee-deep in the four Beatles once again this afternoon, side-by-side, as usual, with the Carl Denver Trio. We've all had our troubles and parted. We'll be the same as we started. Here are those four Beatles up to some no good monkey business. Running to and fro, hard working at the mail, never fail. If the mail it come along, man. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business for me to imbibe again. Sam, they're talking to me, trying to roll me up a creek so you can buy it. Don't try it, you can pay me next week. Ow! Too much monkey business. Too much monkey business. Looking, trying to get me who can meet the marriage Settle down, get a home, got a book Ow! Too much monkey business Too much monkey business Too much monkey business for me To imbibe again Wow! Chuck Berry number, monkey business. There's been one voice noticeably absent from the Beatles, that of George Harrison. Here's why. 
If there's anything that you want, <laughs> if there's anything I can do... Oh, we shouldn't laugh, George. It's awfully rough. <laughs> I think I should just so add that the programme that you're listening to has been recorded and we're actually talking to you from a few weeks ago. So if you were, by any chance, thinking of seeing the Beatles in action perhaps tonight, there George will be, large as life and twice as beautiful. Right? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> On with the music. Beatles, George playing, of course, lead guitar, and I'll be on my way. Time now to hear 
The first one today from our built up is The Beatles. seems to be getting to be a habit these days for us to get as many requests for the Beatles as we do for everything else combined. Um, we do read them all, and I've picked one of them out. I'd like you to read this, George, if you would, because this is a very yeah. special request. Well, this is a request from Peggy Lucas of Matlock, who has asked for, uh, for us to play anything for Miss Valerie Holmes, who's 15 years old in Sheffield Royal Infirmary. Here's that Beatles sound again with Ringo singing, Boys.
Now here's our top beat group, the Beatles. Their fame, it seems, has now spread to Egypt, from where we received the card that uh, John's going to read. This is from Bick, and it says, Please, could you play any Beatle record for Dot, Coral, Yvonne? Oh, we'd like to do Little Richard's Long Tall Sally. Oh, yes. I'm going to tell it. Back with the BBC sessions on the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. We'll start this section with an interview with the group from the April 7th, 1963 Easy Beat show, where they discuss How Do You Do It, as well as other songs on the charts. Many times the Beatles would record songs for multiple shows on the same day. On May 21st, they recorded songs for the Saturday Club show we just heard, as well as Please Please Me and I Saw Her Standing There for the Stepping Out show aired on June 3rd. We'll follow with the group's first show that was created specifically for them. The Beatles' popularity was so great that a studio manager, Vernon Lawrence, proposed a weekly series called Beatle Time, where the Beatles would perform alongside various guest vocalists and groups. 
At the suggestion of a secretary in the production department, the name was changed to Pop Go the Beatles with an initially planned run of four weeks. It was an immediate success, and the network picked up its option for an additional 11 episodes, so for 15 weeks in the summer of 1963, presenter Rodney Burke would proclaim every Tuesday evening, it's 5 o'clock, we're ready to pop, it's the Pop Go the Beatles spot. Since this is the first Pop Go the Beatles program, I'll be playing all of the songs that the group performed, including the two songs that saw release on the iTunes bootleg recordings 1963, You Really Got a Hold on Me and Hippie Hippie Shake, for the sake of continuity. Enjoy. The difference, then, I'd say, you know, is that this has got nowhere near the impact. No. You know, for commercial impact, how do you do it? It's got, I mean, that's obviously, you know, one of these records that just goes bang right into the charts, you know. Actually, I love Cleo Lane's voice. It's marvellous, you know. And the, the idea behind the song, you know, the lyrics and things is great. But I just don't think it's got the impact, you know, to, right. to be a really big hit. Could be, you're right. Well, I love her voice and I love the tune, Sneaky Mitch Murray. But, um, <laughs> the back is and the arrangement, you know, it sounds like the, the tone between making a commercial and giving her a good backing. Yeah. Well, you can have good commercial backings, but, you know, da 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 he flogged to death. You know, yeah. The voice, the voice. <laughs> 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 you take a thingy. Anyway, we'll, we'll play our black. Uh, I don't I've seen them on stage, I don't like that. But from Liverpool, you know. Okay, well, they can't good, from. you know. <laughs> no, I think it's fab, and, you know, it's uh, the kind of music I like. I think they're drowning them a bit. The girls should have been more powerful, but I think the original D.D. Sharp, excuse me, Vernon Girls, uh, you know, you'd hear the voice, of course. Yes. It doesn't matter about the words, but the voice, you know, they lose the power, and those kind of songs need the voice. So you don't think it's going to go? Because I, think it, I think it might, but I don't think it's still too early in old Britain here for that. Exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if it goes, you know, lovely. Right. Yeah, well, you know, they, it was exactly the same. In fact, you know, I made a couple of notes on the nearly the same. The lyrics, you know, but they don't come out enough from the backing, but I don't really think it matters because the beat, you know, is one of those, yeah, real rocker, you know, great to dance to. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you know, I think both of us hope it does for Vernon's girls because we met him the other night at a party. Marvellous girls, and all I can say is, <laughs> up the pool.
in particular, with one they didn't pen themselves. Well, they took some honey from a tree, dressed it up and they called it me. Like you just get your guitar, like, and strum it, rockin' and rollin' like Mr. Yeah. Not right, Paul? Yeah, it's like the clucking, you know, and all yeah. that strumming yeah, music, I, like. Yeah. George, you let us into the secret, will you? You'll never know how much I really love you. You'll never know how much I really care. Listen, you want to know a secret? You promise not to tell Whoa, whoa, whoa Let me whisper in your ear Say the words you long to hear I'm in love with you Listen, do I do Do you want to know a secret? Do I do You promise not to tell in Liverpool, and so are you, Sue, Eileen, and Anne of Ilkeston in Derbyshire, because the boys are going to sing the song that you have requested. It's called, You've Really Got a Hold on Me. Treat me 
singing position for the Beatles to give us their offering. Okay, Paul, are you, uh, are you right? Left leg over here, right? That's it, now, left leg there. That's it, now, you G tear up a bit. Oh, I thought it, the plaster gets in the way, though. Well, never mind, you won't notice the pain as you sing hippie, hippie shake. Back with the BBC sessions on the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Next up, the only song from the second Pop Go the Beatles show that hasn't been officially released, Love Me Do. This will be bookended by the short and long versions of the theme song for Pop Go the Beatles, performed by the Fab Four themselves. While some of the BBC radio shows were taped in front of a live audience, most were recorded in the BBC studios. 
Most BBC studios didn't have the capability of multi-tracking, so any overdubs were performed live during tape-to-tape copies. The fourth and final From Us to You program recorded on July 17, 1964, is the only Beatles BBC show for which a complete studio session tape has survived. The first three songs were recorded in a straightforward manner, but for whatever reason, George elected not to sing during the recording of I'm Happy Just to Dance with You. The backing track that we'll hear tonight was then copied to a second tape for Harrison's first vocal pass, and then that tape was copied back onto the original tape to add a second vocal. Next, we'll hear the basic take of I Should Have Known Better, with John's single-track lead vocal. John then added his second lead vocal during a tape copy, with the result copied back for the final layer with the catchy harmonica riff. And now it's five o'clock. Now to round off the show, their very first waxing from the dark days of 1962 and let's hope the Beatles remember all the words of Love Me Do.
John's turn right now.
four morning stars, the Beatles, and I should have known better. That's it for this week, Beatles fans. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, the definitive guide to the music of the Beatles, 1962-1963, and you've been listening to part two of the BBC sessions on the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Tune in every Sunday night, 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, for deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles tracks, live recordings, solo gems, and BBC studio recordings. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the Facebook page for the book I want to tell you. You can also check out the Paperback Writer page on Facebook, which features a number of phenomenal Beatles authors talking Beatles. You can pick up the book at Amazon.com and on the website, TheBeatlesIWantToTellYou.com. See you next week.